Microsoft has announced a new features for Microsoft Teams that essentially will auto apply makeup to you so you don't have to do your makeup in the morning. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be diving into this new feature, the companies they've partnered with to make this new AI feature a possibility. And after that, I'm going to be giving my opinion on this whole thing. Now, if you don't like my opinion on this, because you probably won't, I think most men and women will disagree with me on what I, where I'm going on this. Um, you don't have to listen to the second half of the podcast, or you can listen to a different podcast. I record three a day, so go find another one. But without further ado, let's jump into the news on this story. So essentially, the headline here is the fact that Microsoft has partnered with a makeup company called Maybeline, and they are essentially creating a new AI-powered, you know, quote-unquote, beauty feature that's designed to, quote, make people's lives a little easier. So now, Microsoft isn't the first tech company to start something like this. We have, you know, precedent. We have other um, AI virtual makeup filters that have already been uh, produced. So similar to this one is going to be similar essentially to the appearance altering effects we see from social media platforms like TikTok's um, bold glamour feature. So coming to Microsoft Teams, this is all going to be done by the cosmetic giant, of course, Maybeline. So the Maybeline beauty app, uh, will provide Teams users with 12 unique looks at launch with the options to select from various blurring effects and digital makeup color options. Each look is going to provide a breakdown of the real-world Maybelline products, right? So Maybelline is literally trying to get people to try different products or shades or whatever that they have in reality. And I think the idea, you know, of being able to replicate their shades um, with this filter is so that users can create uh, and test what act the, their makeup would actually look like on their face. So companies, I think, often try these, you know, virtual try-on experiences to promote the real-world products. But I think, you know, a corporate workplace software is a, is a very strange place to for Maybeline, right, for a brand partnership, in my opinion, um, and for Maybeline to, you know, encourage users to get out their their wallets and explore different makeup looks. It it's kind of a it it strikes me as strange, but maybe not for everyone. Uh, so a screen grab taken from Microsoft Teams uh, shows the new Maybelline makeup fillers on are going to show up on the right side of the app uh, for people to try on. The technology behind this is actually coming from a company called Modiface, which is an augmented reality company specializing in the beauty industry. So this tech powerhouse, you know, brought by Maybelline's parent company, L'Oreal, was actually purchased um, back uh, in 2018, and it provides the AI power to essentially power this venture. So the virtual makeup fillers are already a big hit with beauty brands like Sephora and Estee Lauder, um, and now it seems that Microsoft is kind of getting a taste for this. So to really ensure a wider quote-unquote appeal, the filters were developed in tandem with Janine Davis Institute, which is a nonprofit that essentially is trying to be more inclusive and have diversity in the media. And the aim was to craft a virtual makeup that is suitable for a broad and diverse population. You know, I think this is makes a lot of sense. Makeup is, there's all sorts of makeup that is specifically catered to different demographics, different races um, that obviously have different skin tones and need different tones of makeup and whatnot. So it makes sense that they, you know, pulled them in to make sure it was, you know, applicable for a wide range of people. Trisha Ayagari, who is a global brand president of Maybelline New York, she said that the company's uh, 
quote, whether you are working in person or virtually feeling good about yourself can help you put your best foot forward. That's why we partnered with Microsoft Teams to develop virtual makeup looks. Now, even on the busiest day, you can put makeup on with just a click. So if you want to go and find this, click on beauty. Enterprise users should check under the video effects tab in Microsoft Teams. So starting today, Teams enterprise customers worldwide can actually find these filters under the video effects tab. Um, we, I, I think there was a, a reporter recently from TechCrunch that reached out to Microsoft to confirm whether the filters will also be made available for free team users. And um, I don't believe they will be, but they, they may change their mind on that. So it seems a bit out of place, in my opinion, to see these kind of quote-unquote beauty filters taking center stage on a professional communications app like Teams. Um, I think the trend isn't completely without precedent, though. Zoom has dabbled with eyebrow and lipstick fillers. Um, but I think the line between you know personal and professional life has kind of been blurring in recent years, especially with a lot of people working from home. And I think the introduction of maybe lines feature in Teams is kind of the next step for a lot of people in in this process so i think the new move doesn't really come without criticism a lot of people argue that these fillers which have you know essentially this is an ai that is altering to quote unquote improve uh, your appearance a lot of people are arguing you know this is setting unrealistic body image expectations um, that can be damaging to mental health uh, these filters become increasingly advanced and less detectable like tiktok's bold glamour effect um and you know, this people are arguing that this may affect self-esteem issues. So the demand for these beauty filters persist in work-related apps, regardless of the criticism. I think with more options and customization, the maybe line beauty app in Teams um, is probably going to be a popular one that is very used, um, especially if it's going to make you look better in front of all your colleagues, as you think. Um, so my opinion on this whole thing is that it's very ridiculous. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a borderline unfair that I can roll out of bed, walk down to my computer, take a high profile meeting in the morning and, uh, not have to do anything. And my wife, for example, feels like when she has to go and do a meeting with an executive or someone else, she's got to go and spend a long time getting ready for, for that. Now I know, you know, I may not be the only, I'm, <laughs> I may be one of the few that rolls out of bed and goes and takes a meeting. Um, but and uh, many men may go and spend a long time preparing and doing their hair and everything else or whatever. But I still think this is pretty ridiculous. I think ingraining um, face-altering software into something like Microsoft Teams to essentially uh, alter our appearances is ridiculous. I think it's an unhealthy trend. I think um, instead it would probably be better if we just normalized not wearing makeup. That's my personal opinion. Um, I think obviously you have companies like Sephora that are making a fortune selling it. So that will never happen. There's billion dollar, um, advertising campaigns pretty much exploiting, in my opinion, the insecurities of mostly women, um, to buy all of their products and make them billions of dollars a year. So when there's, you know, billion dollar incentive, I don't think that that is ever going to change, but personally, I think, yeah, I mean, if it was up to me, my opinion is that, um, the solution isn't embedding AI makeup filters or AI facial changers into these different apps. The solution is just normalizing, not needing it, and that you don't have to have makeup to be a productive member of a corporation, and what you look like doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is what you're able to produce and what you're able to add to the team. So 
that's my personal opinion. I'm sure most women and most men disagree with me. Um, so that's fine. But overall, I don't think this is a great, uh, a great move on the AI front, but it's going to be really popular. So it's going to happen regardless. It's already happening on TikTok. It's already happening on most social platforms. Um, and I'm sure this is something that contributes to the overall feeling of anxiety, depression, self-esteem issues that women face. Um, and I guess for me, that's kind of where I'm coming from on my concern with this. So that's, you know, that's my opinion on the topic. I'm sure most people would disagree. But anyways, um, it is an interesting technology. It is coming down the line, regardless of whether you agree with it or you disagree with it, like me. Um, it's coming, so I think it's going to be an interesting one to follow and see where this goes in the future. Will someday we all just be on a video conference call like I believe Mark Zuckerberg has embedded in some of his AR, AR software where we're all like a dragon or an elf or a random character? Who knows? Only, uh, only time will tell. But uh, that's all for today. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.